Welcome to Reading for New Times Radio. Nifis onis on Hello again from R4NT Magazine. Back in May of 2006, we first instituted not only this radio series, but a brilliant new artist by the name of Fink. In the past year or so that has progressed since then, Fink has been touring around the world, playing some of the most prestigious venues and regularly selling out wherever he goes. Having also toured with Zero Seven only after their fourth ever booked gig, to add to Fink's ever-growing fame, he has recently had a track showcased as a soundtrack to a new MasterCard commercial. It has been with great anticipation to hear how Fink has progressed in such a short measure into something that holds such acumen. A few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to talk with Fink and spend a few minutes getting to know him while talking about his adventures in distance and time. Hey, Finn, how's it going? Yeah, going good, man. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. How's Canada today? Nice? Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's nice. How's the UK today? Yeah, it's okay, man. Sunshine and showers. Sunshine and showers. So pretty typical, then. You got me in a very good mood today. Oh, yeah? Right on. How come? I've got, a, I've got a friend over who's been teaching me, well, I say teaching me, more more like cooking for me, uh, baking. So we've been baking some great stuff today. It's been great. I'm full and happy. Right on, right on. I just wanted to start off with the fact that it sounds like you've been having a, a whirlwind of a year since your uh, first, out, well, first acoustical album, Biscuits for Breakfast, dropped. And I was just wondering how that's been treating you since then. Oh, it's just been, uh, it's been, a, it's been a non-stop... Uh, it's been a non-stop whirlwind, my friend. It's been, uh, as soon as we finished touring Biscuits, we were in the studio to record uh, Distance and Time. And um, and as soon as we finished Distance and Time, we were back out on the road for an American tour um, of Biscuits, which is a bit, a bit bizarre. And then um, as soon as we got back from the American tour, uh, we kind of uh, got, got straight into rehearsing for European dates and... And, um, and uh, I just did the proms on Friday at the Albert Hall, which was a big gig we've been working on for quite a while. Um, and, 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 you know, just mooching around, man. We've had a, we took a break from the live thing for a couple of months, which is great. Really needed it, you know, after touring so much. And, and, um, and yeah, we're just starting to get back into the rehearsal rooms again and do, do a few gigs and, yeah, starting to get back into it again. It's a, it's a real pleasure to be back, isn't it? You don't really appreciate something until you leave it for a while, you know, and I think a lot of musicians might just pour themselves into the ground, but I think it just, just a month holiday here and there can just really help you appreciate, you know, how cool it is to tour your record, you know. No doubt, no doubt. Um, so, in terms of, like, all the touring stuff, you're taking a break, um, and the new album, Distance and Time, is supposed to come out in October, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah, we're back out on the road in uh, next month. So is yep. are you pretty much done uh, producing the album so far? Or yeah, the album's done, dusted in the can. Uh, you know, we're just finishing the artwork on it now, but the the the, uh, the actual sound, all done, mate, all done, sounding really nice as well, really really sweet, and and you know, yeah, loving loving the record, man, definitely, definitely. It's a very different record from Biscuits for Breakfast, but it's definitely a, a step forward and a new. 
a new benchmark that we're trying to set for ourselves on this record and then hopefully on the next one we'll set another one but this one is definitely kind of what it sounds like when a band's been on the road for a year and the lessons they've learned on that, on that trip and bringing it into the songwriting thing and bringing that into the studio you know we wrote most of these tracks while we were actually on the road and um and and yeah you know we definitely think it's a step forward in the sound and a and a, and a, a more confident record in a way less uh, less apologetic and much more kind of confident in, in what we're doing and who we are because we learned a lot in the past year and we think about as a band you should be able to put an album out a year i know people tour a lot and, and everybody's busy but you know, 10 tracks a year, it's got to be done, you know, surely, you know, minimum, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I must say from what I've heard so far from uh, the new release, like the single, it does sound like you are more confident even in just the lyrics and the sound is like a bit more mature. That's my own personal comment on it, at least. What, what have you heard so far? Just oh, well, just, single? Just uh, the one single, the radio edit of uh, This Is The Thing, oh, right? This Is The Thing? Yeah. Uh, wow, that's all. Well, this is thing, make it good, and that's... Oh, yeah, 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 okay, so that's two, two tracks on there, if you don't listen to the radio edits, if you listen to the album versions, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's Make It Good came out sounding really cool, man, I think. Yeah, I'm really The, the album version, not the radio edit, I hate the radio edit, but the album version, man, I think it sounds nice and subtle and good, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, I'm enjoying it thoroughly so far, really looking forward to hear the rest of the, the album, hopefully shortly. Well, nice one, man, I think Ninja probably went for the two most commercial tracks first, so maybe the rest of the album might be a little bit more challenging, you know? Maybe. So, a pretty generic question for you here regarding this. I'm just curious, what do you think is like the driving force behind uh, your music? Um, <coughs> I'd probably argue that it was, um, you know, life itself, man. Life is material, you know. It's uh, it's all about having emo having an emotional range and just wanting to talk about it. And if you can write a song about it. You can kind of have a conversation with yourself. That's good. Free therapy and 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 other people relate. I think one thing I learned from the biscuits campaign is that lots of people relate to your stuff because they're at different points in their life and and they hear the song and it touches them because of where they are in their life and it's really nice to be part of it. So you know, I think a lot of this material just stems from the fact that we're, we're interesting people, maybe hopefully, and uh, and and we're doing interesting things with our life and 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 that that throws up a lot of material along the way you know it doesn't make for an easy love life that's for sure <laughs> well it's really interesting to hear your kind of music coming out of the ninja tune label um that must have been an interesting departure for them let alone yourself coming from the, the dj culture uh, prior <clears throat> yeah true but i think you know like a lot of djs from that period in in, in dance music I'm just lucky enough to have another gear to go into. Um, I didn't have it naturally. I've had to work on it a lot, obviously, as you can well imagine. But um, I think a, a, a lot of DJs from that era would, would, would love to go on and do something else, do some other music. But maybe they can't play the guitar or, or can't sing or don't think they could write a song. But it was only like 18 months ago that I'd never done a gig. You know what I mean? And now I've played the album all. It's like, wow, you know, you, you can learn things when you really need to. And, um, you know, I think a lot of... Uh, Ninja Tune is the same. Ninja Tune used to be a DJ-based turntablist label, and it's not anymore. And, and I just, I fit very neatly into that, I think. 
just just by luck, you know, just by chance. Um, but they were looking for a singer-songwriter, and one of their artists had decided to turn into one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they don't have to find one anymore. We'll just do Finn's record. And um, you know, Bonobo, he's doing more songs now. He, he out of playing live with his band, he wants more songs. And Jay Swinsco is the same thing. He, uh, you know, he, he kind of led the charge for a lot of ninjas by being the first ninja artist to sell out the Barbican in London, which is a very nice venue, a very posh venue, and. And we were all very kind of, all the ninjas went to the gig at the Barbican a couple of years ago and we were all blown away because we were like, right, we want to be that guy. How do we do that? You know, and you do that by not making kind of club music. You make music to listen to and appreciate a bit more. So, yeah, I remember going to that gig and just thinking, right, how on earth can I get Fink on, on that stage? And um, the only option for me was songs. So I thought, right, let's try and... Let's try and get into songwriting and write some songs, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, it's been impressive to see how you've departed and uh, risen in the past little while. I'm really excited to follow your career here in the next little while, especially with like the MasterCard commercial, a bit more commercial than what I guess you'd sort of expect from the label you're with, but Well, I mean, it's that's a debate to be had, really. I mean... You know, Mr. Scruff or Bonobo or something, they make very adtastic commercial music, you know, and maybe it's actually more commercial than my stuff in a way. I guess it all depends when you listen to it and who listens to it in a way. I definitely think the concept of singing a song and playing the guitar is more commercial than a DJ, but then again, you know, I'm sure Mr. Scruff and Bonobo are going to make a lot more money than me, you know. <laughs> in their journey in the invite TV ads and film ads and all that kind of stuff you know yeah. like uh, it's, I, if it is commercial I'd like to think it was commercial through things like word of mouth and because I'm on Ninja um, it means that we're not spending a lot of money we're not doing big advertising campaigns it's literally like I'm going to tour the shit out of this record and hopefully enough people will see it and like it to buy it that's kind of the plot you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and uh, we can't really we can't really shove it down people's throats because one, we don't want to, and two, we can't afford to. So it's it's going to have to do it on its own two feet. We can't force it to happen. And in a way, that's kind of why I really wanted to do another album very quickly after Biscuits for Breakfast, because I want to tour another record. I've just toured Biscuits for Breakfast for a whole year. I want another load of songs to play out. You know what I mean? And, um... And yeah, you know, I, I, I'd like to repay Ninja a lot of the love they've shown me over the past couple of years. I'd like to sell them a lot of records, obviously, but um, I'd also like to sell a lot of gig tickets and I'd like to I'd like to travel the world, which is what I've been doing for the past year. It's been great and I want to carry on, so we'll see how it goes. But I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad to think that you think it's an exciting thing that I'm doing, because I think so too, but a lot of journalists, maybe they, they don't really look at it in the same way as that. They see it as maybe a more contrived career move which it genuinely isn't I just I'm just in a different place now and lucky enough to have a label which is also in a different place too so it kind of it's a good fit you know for sure um, but on that I'm just um, wanted to share something briefly with you some of my own experiences and having uh, people come over and have like play music for them and just get general opinions from my friends family and whatnot and it's interesting to yeah. have noted when uh, your first album dropped, I played it for some friends and they're like, wow, this is really different from what they're normally used to when they come over. 
And uh, like, how come we haven't heard this before? Because it's, it's so compelling in a way, right? They're like, this sounds like something we could possibly hear on the radio, but we definitely don't, at least not in Canada. Um, but what would you have to say to those people that are looking to expand their their musical tastes and whatnot and how to to open their ears to new music such as your own? Well, you know, in the UK, we're very lucky. We have a very healthy radio culture over here. So in the UK, there's a load of shows I would recommend to listen to if you want to get involved and, listen, and, and buy and get into new stuff. I'd also... I'd also an old an old uh, mentor of mine. He sort of said, "It doesn't matter if you don't understand the music. If they're selling out big venues, it must be good somewhere for somebody. So if a band is big live, you should go see them. There's a reason for it." And um, and he's right. I think a lot of the love that we've got as Sting over the past year has been because we we really make an effort with the live show. And it's not necessarily a great show, but we're really trying to be good musicians and bring some good art to the stage. So. You know, I'd, I'd keep keep on that keep on the live scene because for every Arcade Fire that talks, there'll be someone on support that Arcade Fire really like. You know, so if you like Arcade Fire, you'll probably like the support bands to so go and see them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I really learn about new music a lot in my own life through going to gigs and seeing the other bands on the bills. Quite often, I'm only there for the main band, but I go a little early if I want to expand my mind a little bit and hear some of the other bands and see. You know, learn about something new, and you know, yeah, the live circuit I think is definitely where it's at right now. And if you can go out and check them out, then I think your, you know, your your horizons will be expanded. You know, nice and easy. Um, I was just wondering, <clears throat> where are you kind of going from here for the rest of the year? What are you excited about? As well as uh, after uh, distance and time comes out in October. What's uh, Think Up To next? Um, I think September and October we're on the road um, in Europe, France, Spain, Italy, Holland, Belgium, all those places. Maybe back to the States for a few gigs in the States, hopefully up to Canada for a few gigs in Canada. Um, we, we were there in March, had a great time, so we really want to come back and do Montreal and Toronto and Quebec and, and all those places. Um, hopefully Vancouver this time too. Um, Japan and Australia and then maybe in November um, we'll be back in uh, we've got a full UK tour in October uh, headline tour in, in October and um, and then we'll probably start writing again in uh, Christmas it's a very quiet time in the UK for the music business everyone's all about Christmas obviously so it's a good time to start writing again we'll probably start writing the next album over Christmas if we can Right on. Well, I'm really looking forward. Hopefully you do come to Canada in the near future. might get the chance to actually see you perform live. That'd be super Yeah, exciting. man. Where are you based? Uh, we're based in Calgary, but we also have an office. Okay. No, I've been there one time. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, um, thanks so much for your time today. I know your time is... Uh, oh, you're welcome, mate. It's a real pleasure. So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed listening to our chat there. But seriously, if you haven't checked out Think in the past, I'd highly recommend it. Closing out our show today is the remainder of the track titled Under the Same Stars. Stay tuned and subscribe to us on iTunes as we'll be producing another show in the very near future. Until then, peace.
Thanks for tuning in to r4nt.com.